Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. In this episode, we're hyped up on Home Alone excitement as we challenge a panel of hosts to Home Alone trivia, argue about which film is better, Home Alone or Home Alone 2 Lost in New York, and wrap things up with a special game of Home Alone Save or Kill. Along the way, you'll get spoilers for both Home Alone and Home Alone 2, as well as Uncle Buck, Back to the Future, 101 Dalmatians, the live-action and animated version, apparently, My Girl, and Christmas Vacation. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Yay, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and welcome to the annual Home Alone special double feature Second annual. Why do, you, why do you say this that it's annual? We haven't done anything. We've never done a Home Alone podcast before. No, no, but we do our party every year. Oh. We do, but they don't know about that. No, but, I, but I'm sure we would have given them some context after I He's did He's welcoming them thing. to the party. Yeah, it's like, hey, oh. this oh. is the annual welcome. This is the party. <laughs> it's the second annual. <laughs> the annual it's the great welcome. last episode. It's every, <laughs> every year, us, us party people, who are we? You hate movies? Oh. Mm-hmm. Extended family. It's extended family. You hate, you hate movies, family jamboree. We have, we have a, a double feature of Home Alone and Home Alone 2 Lost in New York, in which we have a grand old Christmas time. Yeah, you, you could use this opportunity to plug the blog that you put on that website. Oh, right. Well, if if you've been following along, following along <laughs> we've, been, we've been doing a... Uh, 33 days of Christmas movies, which is another great tradition that we have at You Hate Movies, where we watch 33 days of Christmas Yeah, the movies. name is self-explanatory. Oh. <laughs> so if you've been following along, we've reached Home Alone on the, on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to know what our Home Alone parties are like, we just published a blog on our website mm. uh, called How to Throw a Home Alone Party. Mm. And it is fantastic. It really is. You know, you look at some of these things on the internet and uh, there's all this criticism out there in the world right now of people going like, oh, wow, look at how amazing that person's life is. My life's not that good. And and then, you know, other people are saying, oh, I don't believe that crap. Their life isn't that good. But in this case, it's really authentic. Those those pictures, <laughs> the, it is something to be envied. People on the internet should be looking at this blog and going, oh, my life's not that good. I don't have, oh, it's true. Yeah. Well, we're giving it's you. But it could reason. be that good yeah. if you follow our <laughs> instructions. No, right. but they we're won't be at our party. We're giving you the guidelines on Water how to try and live lives as good as I. There's <laughs> <laughs> a better chance you'll be crying yourself to sleep alone in your bedroom. <laughs> try though you may. But there's some great stuff on there. Our very own Sarah Hands bakes uh, Home Alone themed cookies each year. You want to mm. tell us about those? How about share a recipe for them at home? <laughs> yeah. What do you start with? An egg? Pinterest. Yeah. Is there flour in it? <laughs> she makes great cookies. There's a, a home. There's a little house cookie. Yeah. There was a Pepsi can this year and a pizza slice. They were amazing. Cheese, cheese pizza screw cookies. Yeah. Not, yeah. not no cheese on them. No. <laughs> like Decorated. That would, that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, as part of our tradition, we always play Home Alone trivia. And in years past, uh, your yours truly, Tyler Hands, always dominates just absolutely destroys <laughs> at the trivia. It's not exactly an exaggeration. It's, it's kind of the truth. But I just want to point out this, say that I, I feel as though it is possible I could hold my own in such a competition, but ordinarily I was the one making the questions, and so I was not a- allowed to participate. What are you laughing at, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You guys, it's it's fine. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I asked her earlier whether or not she loved me more because I knew Home Alone so well. And she said, <laughs> maybe a little bit less than <laughs> I should. She didn't say no. Now, what, what, the reason I know Home Alone so well is because it has to be the number one most watched movie for in my childhood. Okay. I would always put it in. More than Back to the Future. Year round, I would have Home Alone playing. Yeah. Oh. Back yeah, to I'd the Future is probably second most. Oh, okay. I, for some reason, that was the case. That all right, we had a Home Alone on VHS, and we would watch it year-round. Really disrespectful, not honoring yeah. the season whatsoever. It just felt like it was always appropriate to watch. Now, of course, we've learned to be more respectful of sure, the holiday. Yeah. But. So I wrote some trivia questions just <laughs> based on memory. Can I give the... <laughs> memory I, alone. You didn't look anything <laughs> up. So <laughs> these could be completely no, inaccurate. They're, they're 100% accurate. <laughs> okay. I want to I wanna point something out uh, that... This is actually the fifth year that we've had the party and the trivia, but 
this is the second year that we've attempted to record trivia. In fact, yeah. the yeah. one and only <laughs> lost episode of You Hate Movies was from last year's Christmas party in which our very own Josiah DePauli, who's often on the program. He's here tonight with us. Say hey, Josiah. Hey. <laughs> he was so so frustrated was he by <laughs> Tyler's tendency to quote unquote dominate the contest <laughs> that he says to himself he says there's no chance <laughs> in heaven or earth or hell that Tyler Hands will answer these questions accurately. And so he's asking questions about how many hairs are on people's head, <laughs> about how many hours it took to train the pigeons. Six and weeks. <laughs> it was just it was just us standing we around that, looking at each other. Answer in hours. And saying, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. And then Josiah would tell us the answer yeah. and we'd move on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. Great, great fun fact, Josiah. <laughs> I still but have the episode. But on, who, on but who won last year? Even with uh, Josiah Sarah. Impossible. Oh, there you go. Sarah yeah, won. So it to- it toppled Tyler off his Home Alone cheese pizza throne. Yeah. Maybe you should be asking if, uh, you know, if she should be asking you if she loves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe we, you well, should be asking her. <laughs> no, nope, yeah, 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 yeah. With that, I let's get into the trivia. <laughs> let's get into the trivia. Now, I'll ask the question to everybody. We've got a, a big group here. So the first one with an answer will raise their hands and we'll get you a microphone. And the winner will get a You Hate Movies Switchblade t-shirt. And they get wow. to choose what That's size. Exciting. Yeah. That's exciting. That's like the best gift you could ever get, really. <laughs> it's Patrick's it 4XL. It could be slim down if he's only in a 4XL. It could be a Christmas gift. Think of it that way, too. You could, you could selfishly hoard it or you could make someone's Christmas with this gift. Are you going to be generous or selfish? It's up to you. Naughty or nice, if you will. So these questions are a mix of easy, difficult, and fun. Great. So, so the ones are, ready? are easy so and or difficult. Are so <laughs> so two-thirds are not fun. <laughs> All right, here we go. Question one. What year was Home Alone released, Josh? 1990. Correct. Is anyone keeping score? <laughs> All right, I'll keep score. <laughs> all right, Patrick. Patrick right, has right. a pen and paper. Who is the head writer of Home Alone? Uh, Josh again. Uh, John Hughes. Correct. Who is the director? Josh. <laughs> Chris Chris Columbus. Come on, everyone. Home Alone, guys. Get in there. Shake them up. <laughs> <coughs> okay. I'm scared of moving along. Abby, the podcast. Abby has a hand up for a yeah. question that hasn't <laughs> been asked. You got a question, <laughs> question Abby? Abby's just scratching her nose, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> she's got she's got her arm she's at half a mast. As an edge of the competition. Which 1989 movie, also written by John Hughes, Abby? Buck. <laughs> <laughs> right, say it in the microphone. <laughs> Buck? No. <laughs> okay, Mike. Uncle Buck. Correct. Can I finish the question now? <laughs> yeah, finish the question. <laughs> Big Buck. Which which nineteen eighty nine which nineteen eighty nine movie also written by John Hughes was the inspiration for Home Alone and that was Uncle Buck. Now bonus to you, Mike, if you can tell me. Ooh. Oh, which scene which scene from Uncle Buck inspired Home Alone? Uh the kitchen scene. Incorrect. Me. Sarah had her arm up next. Which scene inspired, uh, from Uncle Buck, which scene inspired Home Alone? It was the scene where Macaulay Culkin was looking out through the mail slot of the door of mm-hmm. Bitch on Candy. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Correct. Wait, that was that was enough to for yeah. John Hughes to be like, wouldn't it be funny John if Hughes he someone like got shot in the nuts with a BB gun instead <laughs> <laughs> of they just saw an uncle? In that scene, it's Macaulay Culkin sitting on like a... a like a footstool looking out the mail slot yeah. and he's he's asking for the ID of that babysitter. But while he lifts up the slot, in his imagination, he sees three grown men looking back at him and they're not really there. It's just oh. like a... It's so like he's a, like, wouldn't it be fear. funny if... So it's like, wouldn't it be funny if yeah. we had grown men trying to get in the house and... It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> not weird at all. Home alone. Use. You got home alone. Thanks, John. Thanks for using your imagination even while on the set of another movie. Always thinking. Always thinking that, Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Hughes are good people. Yeah. All right, okay. Eh. John Here we Hughes go. is like, I know some stuff. What is the name of <laughs> What is the name of the burglar duo in The Ma- Wet Bandits? That's correct. 
Bonus question to you, Matt. Why are they named the Wet Bandits? Because they stuff the stink sinks and then... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> they stuff... Whoa. <laughs> Let's just say breathe. that again. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> just move right they on. They stuff Strike the that. sinks and fill them up and leave the water running in every house and they burgle. Some, someone has to accidentally say, <laughs> it, you know, weird inferences without Bethany here. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Sorry. That's correct. They leave the faucets running. Yeah. What business name is written on the side? Sarah. Sarah. Um, okay. Uh, okay, plumbing. Okay, plumbing. Could you elaborate a little and bit, please? And sons. <laughs> Incorporated. <laughs> plumbing and sons. Okay, plumbing and sons. <laughs> no, we'll, their name we'll is okay. It's okay. We'll and his son. We'll give it to you. It's okay, plumbing and heating. Oh. Bonus Those question to you, Sarah. What is the tagline for the business? The Make it up. Call us. No, that's <laughs> not it. That's <laughs> not it. Anyone, what is the tagline for OK Plumbing and Heating? I don't know. This we're is the van that the wet bandits drove We're around. OK at plumbing. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is your flood control experts. Oh, interesting. How oh, ironic. It's funny, yes. right? Yes. <clears throat> what Zach. does Marv collect and display on the dashboard of this van? Josh. Uh, snow globes stuck to the dashboard with gum. Correct. Which I always thought is there's no way that the yeah, piece of gum, a wet no. piece of gum, no. is on that cold dashboard no, is going to hold no a heavy snow. <laughs> there's no <laughs> this, way. This is what you're upset about. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, the point where year, my belief is. He suspended. sticks it and it's just immediately completely. It, it, yeah. he's, in he, that moment, what's he chewing? Epoxy resin? Like there's no way. Maybe uh, I didn't. Use Maybe. Those. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I never thought about epoxy resin. Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> just then. What <laughs> is the name of the burglar duo in Home Alone, Whitney? The Sticky Bandits. Bonus question to you, Whitney. Why are they named the Sticky Bandits? Because they wear gloves that are sticky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, we'll give it to sure, you. Sure, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were what sticky. nickname do the Wet Bandits give to the... Matt. Silver Tuna. That's correct. To the what? We nev- we'll never know. To <laughs> <laughs> what nickname do the Wet Bandits give to the McAllister home? Yeah, okay. The Silver, Silver Tuna. Tuna. Sure. Here's a, here's a tough one. I don't expect anyone well, to get bonus this. trivia. <laughs> bonus trivia for them to know. Apparently, Peter said tonight that a tuna is an expensive fish. So it's, an <laughs> a, it's, it's an appropriate <laughs> <It's> a <million laughs> piece of fish meat. Yeah, yeah. You had a lot of interesting observations. <laughs> so, at, at this party, we all got together. We already watched the film. So this is essentially more of a memory test for these people. <laughs> How well were you paying attention to these movies? Not very. And this next question is really going to put you to the test. Uh huh. What was the street address of the McAllister oh. house? Now that's a Josiah question. Sarah. Oh, yeah. Was it 671? No, 671? That's what correct. Street? Oh, that's oh, correct. oh, you just, just the number? 671 Lincoln Boulevard. Wow. Oh. Way to Kevin go, Sarah. tells Santa his address. She should get an extra point because that was hard. Yeah. Here's another tough that's one. Not how points Here's another tough one, <laughs> just <laughs> like that. We'll test who was paying attention or not. In Home Alone, who ordered the pizza that they eat at the beginning of the movie? Mm. Patrick. The uncle. No. Uncle Frank? No. I it thought was it was. Matt? Was it the mom? No. It's got to be someone in the house, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> Peter McAllister. No. No. Buzz. Yes. There yeah! it is. Buzz. <laughs> Do we see that happen he, on screen? Matt didn't raise his hand for that. I raised it's my the, hand multiple it's, times. It's mentioned secondhand as someone's walking down the steps. Interesting. Yeah. I very a point, <laughs> very point for just naming characters, that's, that's you guys. <laughs> that's fascinating. <laughs> very inconsequential. Which two food items are seen in Buzz's personal stuff? Ugh. Kevin opens the box. Josiah. He had Junior Mint's milk duds. Or milk mm-hmm. duds? No, Junior Mint is correct. And Give us another guess. Crunch Gators? Yes, yes. that's it. <laughs> that's right. Good job. Crunch Cajun, Taters. Cajun Gator Crunch Taters. But we'll take it. Wait, Crunch Taters... There was a gator on it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. They were, it would say on the bag, Cajun gator crunch <coughs> taters. They were delicious. Yeah, they were really good. Mm. In Home Alone Barbecue. 2, Crunchy. what would Kevin rather do than apologize to Buzz? Sarah. Kiss a toilet seat. <laughs> That's correct. Here's, mm. a, here's a fun question for you. What has Buzz been doing with his life? <laughs> <laughs> Patrick. 
The Elvis impersonator. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hey, I thought you meant within the context <laughs> of like the movies. I was no, like, no, no, no. He got thinner. No, he got his teeth fixed. His hey, hair's a bit shorter. The real life actor. Real life. He, he was also in. He, he continues to act. Matt, Matt yeah. and I were watching a, a film by the gentleman who directed Green Room, the movie that he made prior to that. A movie Blue, called yeah, Blue, Blue Ruin. Ruin. Yeah. And Buzz plays a, a, a starring role. Yeah. A major role. Like in a that pivotal. Movie. And he was good. He was very good. He was also just in Masterminds with Zach Galifianakis. And I didn't Chris see Lee. that. Oh, right. The but let me good. tell you about Blue Ruins more. <laughs> he was really great. The movie <laughs> great, I did see. Great. Fantastic. He fantastic. was good in it. Here comes another inconsequential detail. From which company does John Candy and the Polka Band rent their truck? Just Budget. That. That's correct. Mm. What is the name of the it's old good, good. movie that Kevin watches alone? <laughs> Whitney. Angels with Filthy Souls. Okay, good, good, good. What is the name of the old movie? <laughs> Josiah. Angels with Filthier Souls. That's cor- that's correct. That's what he watches in Home Alone 2. Yeah, you eventually finish the question for <laughs> yeah. the audience. Because <laughs> the audience is just, they don't know. Yeah. Oh. Guess of which game show stay at the plaza, Whitney? Ding, ding, dong. <laughs> Could you be oh. more specific? Celebrity. There we go. <laughs> Guests of the new celebrity, Ding Dang Dong, stay at the Plaza Hotel. Mm, that's good. What is the name of the actor who plays the concierge, Josh? Oh, wait, the concierge? Which uh, yeah. Tim Curry is yeah. the concierge? Correct, yeah, Tim, Tim Curry. Is the concierge. Here's, a, here's a good one. Okay. What is the name of the <laughs> hotel think? security guard that is, that is said to have been smooching with the hotel concierge, Matt? Cliff. Correct. <clears throat> he was framed. He said it's a lie, though, to be fair. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Allegedly. Right. <laughs> what does Kevin ask of Santa in Home Alone? Matt. He just wants his family back. That's right. Very sentimental. He's, just mm. poor, he's a lonely poor boy. Yeah. What does Santa give to Kevin? Just a Three spearmint Tic Tacs. Correct. Spearmint is what we well, want. Well, in the, in the grander sense, Santa brings his family, family back. back. Yeah. <laughs> front, I, I can't, front door I Santa works his we, magic and we his have family no, returns. We have no evidence of that. Yeah. We it's were, on we were, the film. We were going for spearmint Tic Tacs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want empirical. <laughs> yeah. You need measurable data. <laughs> Which actor in Home Alone and Home Alone 2 Lost in New York is Macaulay Culkin's brother in real life? Josh. Oh, the actor? Yeah, the name of the actor. Something Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> We're going Fuller. with Sarah. Kieran Culkin? Correct. Ooh. And who does he play in the film? Bonus question. Fuller. Correct. What do you suppose his nickname was as a kid? Hey, Kier, Kier. <laughs> Kiri. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. How is Kevin's airline ticket lost in Home Alone? Josiah. It is thrown in the trash when it is soaked up with milk. Correct. How is Kevin's airline ticket lost in Home Alone 2, Whitney? He runs into the stewardess lady. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, gate yep, agent. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what <laughs> song... Excuse me. Gate, gate person. What song she was a lady. plays while the McAllisters run through the airport in Home Alone? Jo- Josh. Oh, it's the, the Chuck Berry version of Run, Run Rudolph. <laughs> that's correct. I don't know <laughs> that it's Chuck Berry, but it it's, it it's, it's Run, Run Rudolph. You learned yeah, that yeah. from Marty McFly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> he did, yeah. He did. What famous line does Uncle Frank deliver after Kevin causes a fight in the kitchen? Josh. Look what you did, you little jerk. Mm-hmm. So heartwarming. Uh, yeah. I we, looked at Abby we, when I said that. As, uh, <laughs> I meant it for her. We played a fun drinking game during the first one. We played with our hot cocoa. Because <laughs> we uh, are party animals, you guys. And <laughs> the drinking game was you have to drink every time Kevin's family is unnecessarily hateful toward him. Yeah. So you were and just drinking the first 20 yes, minutes. Our drinks, <laughs> our drinks were empty right away. <laughs> what is the name of the male officer that Kevin's mom speaks with on the phone? <laughs> Whitney. Sergeant Balzac. <laughs> That's good. That's correct. <laughs> bonus, bonus question to you, Whitney. What food does Sergeant Balzac drop no. onto his phone? Donut. Could you be more specific? A chocolate donut. Here we go. That's <laughs> what we want. Which part of the McAllister property was constructed specifically for the film and demolished after shooting was complete? Matt. Was it the treehouse? Correct. Well, that was a guess. That was a question from Josiah's. Oh. Classic. They didn't want to leave Classic that trivia. up there. Why just <clears throat> why not leave it up? You there? got a free freaking treehouse and you tree took house. it down. Here's a here's a bonus to that. Another one from Josiah's questions. All right. The homeowners of the McAllister home, the homeowners in real life, yeah. were upset about what damage they did. Abby. 
Uh, he cut down the tree. That's right. They cut down a tree in the backyard. Without Kevin. permission. Oh, Kevin, cut yeah. Kevin. Kevin cut down he that got tree. To and for his Christmas tree, yeah. It was really their tree. And they're like, well, yeah. you, why'd you cut down our tree? I'm sure they could afford to <coughs> buy a new tree. Well, the one. last episode's really making its way <laughs> back. Yeah, look at Here it. we go. It's going down in the annals of history. What <laughs> physical injury <laughs> did Macaulay Culkin receive from Joe Pesci, Sarah? Uh, he When he bit his finger... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 it left a scar. Yeah, he he actually bit Macaulay yeah. Culkin's finger and left a scar. Mm, I appreciate that method acting. Yeah, Joe Pesci got to get into deal. the role. Yeah, commended. What what nickname did Old Man Marley carry, according to Buzz, Josh? The South Bend Shovel Slayer. South Bend Shovel Slayer. What is the name of the toy store from Home Alone Two? Matt Duncan's Toy Chest. Yep, that's correct. I can remember the last word. <laughs> It was chest. Yeah, yeah I did remember. <laughs> Clearly, I could remember the word chest. <laughs> Who does Kevin befriend in Home Alone 2, Whitney? The pigeon lady. Correct. And what is the pigeon lady's name? Matt. Brenda Fricker. Well, that's the actress's name. <laughs> oh, that's even better. What's her freaking name in the movie? LaDonna. Pigeon lady. LaDonna. Sarah. Is it Sarah? No. Wanda. We don't no. know. She has none. Wanda yeah. Sykes. Oh, oh I said we don't know, <laughs> so I get the point. She's credited right. as Pigeon Lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's interesting because uh, Marley <laughs> never gets the first name in the... He's just old man. Wow. Oh, man interesting. Yeah. John Hughes doesn't care about old people. Well, neither does, neither does Kevin. Neither, neither does Kevin. He doesn't know either of these people's no, names. he doesn't. He's given turtle doves away <laughs> and given advice. Turtle doves. Doesn't ask their name. I'll never forget you, whatever the heck your name yeah. is. Bye. <laughs> Pigeon lady. Okay, okay. We're down to the last two questions. Oh. Okay. Oh, right. shoot. Name all the sequels of Home Alone. So you have Home Alone. Oh. You have Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. And, and then, then three what? and four. And then what? Someone name the rest. Do they have subtitle names too? They all do, don't they? No. One of them's like... They do not all have subtitles. One of them, something Matt, about... There Matt. are no sequels because only one and two count. The You Hate, <laughs> you hate <laughs> Movies official stance is that only one and two are canonical, but there are three more. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm going to give you Three more. There okay. are three more. What are they called? Home Alone 3, Home Alone 4, Home Alone 5, <laughs> the final <laughs> chapter. <laughs> <laughs> they are Home Alone 3, Home Alone 4, and Home Alone colon... The Holiday Heist. Oh. <laughs> Home Alone Colon. <laughs> Home Alone Colon. <laughs> Home Alone Colon. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. So I get one, one point for the two I got right? No, you get no points. <laughs> oh, dang it. Like Home Alone Five. <laughs> 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 All right. La last question. Yeah. What, what 1995 film, what 1995 film was originally written as a spinoff for the character Marv. So they wanted to give Marv his own movie. What was originally meant to be Marv's movie? Was Josiah. It? <gasps> I Bush remember. Bushwhacked? There it is! Yeah, yeah that was it. Josiah, was Daniel say, Stern City had... Slickers, quick, do the math, Patrick, so there's no dead air. All right, uh, <laughs> looks like Patrick wins by <laughs> 10 points. <laughs> there you go, Patrick. Who, Look. Could, who would believe Mike, it? Mike, you want to check that? Yes. 10 points. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, uh, so it's let one, confer. two, let me three. Confer. We have a tie between. Tie. We have a tie between Josh, Matt, and Whitney. Yeah. Well, let Whitney wins. Okay. Hey, Whitney. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations, I Whitney. My t-shirt, so Battle I don't need another one. <laughs> Battle to the death. <laughs> Someone get her a t-shirt. All right, Patrick. They're all at my house, so you have to come get. Just like the ones I used to know. I have this uh, voicemail. What's it called? Outgoing message. You know, the greeting on my yes. voicemail. And I always think. Uh, Wait, you, on your phone? Yeah. On like my, people call you still? On my cellular phone, if anyone ever calls. And if they actually leave a voicemail, which we all know is the exception to the rule, right? Then I thought, oh, man, uh, I'd like something entertaining when I have to sit through voicemails occasionally once or twice a year. So at the end of my voicemail greeting, I say, you know, in addition to the ordinary things you say, I say, 
Also, could you please name a movie sequel that's better than the original? So I think that's an interesting question. I like what to hear what people think about that. Did, didn't you get Madagascar 2 recently? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's, it's the fascinating thing is, in my experience, no, no that's one... That's fair. It is better. No one has ever not answered the question on my voicemail. And think about the type of people that would be inclined to leave voice. If it's your friend, they don't leave a voicemail. They just text you or something like that. So it's like a doctor or you know a bill collector or wasn't something. The, wasn't this the pizza guy? The pizza delivery guy <laughs> calls and he's like, hey, Mr. Porter, I just want you to know we're out of uh, pepperoncinis. So we just want you to, we want to know what you want us to do about your order. And uh, I guess I'd say Madagascar 2 was better. <laughs> than the original. That's the kind of thing they leave all the time. So earlier this morning, actually. <laughs> what is the pizza guy watching Madagascar? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's, he's got better, kids. Like, Pizza-related movies that he could be into. Yeah. <laughs> so earlier today, uh, a friend of mine gives me a call, and he's like, hey, it was something about work. He's like, got to call me right back. It's, it's really important. we got to figure this out. And uh, the only sequel I know that's definitely better than the original, and I'm thinking he's going to say one of two things, because people always say, Empire Strikes Back, yep. or they say The Dark Knight. Those are the ones that are in the collective modern consciousness that come right to people's minds most often on my voicemail. Toy Story 2. That's sure, that's true. Yeah. But people's minds don't typically go there right away. Temple of Doom. I would say, you know, like, oh, T2 no. is a great example, or yeah. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. There's yeah. lots, actually. This guy says, and the only one that's obvious and clear that I think of right away is Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Who and I is thought. This? I thought, well, that's yeah. interesting because... Was this Patrick? No, it was not Patrick. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was not me. He's a gentleman of zero consequence to anyone listening. It's Scott, I don't know. Scott, if you listen to this podcast, sorry about this. So <laughs> well, anyway. Scott. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, Scott. Scott. Yeah, Scott. 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 Oh, Scott. What a dummy. Scott. And I thought to myself, I thought, well, that's kind of strange because I don't know that anyone insists on Home Alone 2 as uh, objectively better and as the primary example of a sequel that is better than the original. Now, whether or not it's better is up for debate, and here we are tonight to talk about that thing. Everyone knows that Home Alone and Home Alone 2 are essentially the exact same formula copied uh, once over, and I would go as far as to say one of the only instances I can think of a time where this was done so deliberately and so effectively. Because you watch it and you think, Sure, I'd like to see some more. They they f- create a very clear formula for Lost in New York that they base off of yeah. Home Alone. It's yeah. so, so clear that we've actually coined the term, oh, they're just Home Aloneing this thing. Yeah, we we say That's, it on the show quite yeah. a bit. <laughs> Whenever we talk about Back to the Future, they're like, oh, they're just they're doing the they did the Home Alone formula, even they, though they was and then they did it first and yeah. they did it way back you know in the past and then <laughs> <laughs> and, then and they've done it in a time that, that just now have you know. yeah so it goes beat by beat like the original but it does so in the big city instead of just a house matt hughes uh you're here i have been here and now you think that that's kind of exciting right i love the big city man and would you say that you like it the best you got you to admit now, which I one's gotta, better? Yeah, everyone has to say which one you like better. Just yeah. uh, just blurt it out. Don't yeah, take time I, to think about it. I prefer it. Home Alone 2. Oh, well, I put the words ooh, in his ooh, mouth ooh, and he said them. His mind is so Me and soft. Scott, man. man. Okay. Nah, so that pigeon lady, I like her so much. <laughs> <laughs> My hey, heart is for right. her. Hey, Whitney DePauly, do you have a preference, Home Alone or Home Alone 2? I definitely prefer Home Alone 2. Wow. That's oh, what's up? Whitney DePauly. I'm going to put this out there now. The votes that win are going to decide the save or kill. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, no. But two literally couldn't exist without one because two is one just in a different background setting. No, no, no. Come on. Don't overthink it. Josiah DePauly's on the show. Josiah, Home Alone or Home Alone 2? Original. Original. Yeah, sir. Get that extra crispy out of here. (laughs) Get it. It's a chicken joke. It's good. Yeah. Let's continue to move our way around the table. We even have some special guests we'll get to in a second. But Mike Jensen, you have a microphone in your hand. Home I Alone do. or Home Alone 2? One. That's right. Definitely. Two for the original, two for the sequel. Mm. Patrick, are you going to tip pressure. the scales? <laughs> 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 
Because there was a fat joke earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> Let me encourage listeners now. If you're well, like, what, what are they talking about? Maybe you should listen to more episodes. There's lots, <laughs> of, there's lots of running gags. Yeah, some inside <laughs> jokes there. It's a, it's a callback to earlier jokes. Yeah. But the the joke is, he's not he's not fat. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never know yeah. unless you look at the website and you see my picture. Yeah. And That's you can tell shop. from the shoulders up. Yeah, right. That's sure. true. It's shaped like a giant pear. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. That's why we did the pictures like yeah, that. Yeah, right, for Patrick's. I'm picking Home Alone 1 is far superior to Home Alone 2. Far superior. Far oh. superior. Wow. Far. Yeah. So that's three against two, Tyler. Like kerosene. Right? Uh, yeah, I say the first Home Alone is better. Okay, yeah, that's 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 true. I'm Josh, and I agree <laughs> that's true. with Tyler. Home Alone is uh, better, but Home Alone 2 is also great. We also have Sarah, hands on the show. Hi. What do you like? Um, I can't vote for three. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched three one time out of yeah. curiosity, and it was just so bad. Which one has the guy from th- Third Rock from the it's Sun? It's three. Oh, okay. French, that one. John Stewart? Lithgow? Oh, yeah, French Stewart. Stewart. Okay. Doesn't, yeah. He's isn't one of the Peter robbers. Isn't McAllister back in one of them somehow? Like his, uh, I, I don't know if they're the McAllisters or not, but it's not Macaulay Culkin, obviously. Someone yeah. told me that one of them behaves as though the kid is supposed to be Kevin. But he's not. I did. I don't. We know. don't know. And you know we what? We're not even going to bother. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not, not going to. I'm looking into it. I'm going to watch him. Um, mm. I I have to say the original. Mm. It's winning. I mean, Saber Kevin kill is so cute. Through. He's just so little and cute. Okay, that's it. That's We're the reason. That's why. <laughs> but I think he's like because of like your uh, like a mom. I think he's a lot thing. more hilarious in the first one, and and I I'm just bothered by Catherine O'Hara's hair in the second. She's <laughs> <laughs> got that good Beetlejuice hair. Sarah just thinks he's so adorable, shopping by himself, buying yeah. milk and fabric softener, stealing <laughs> toothbrushes. Yep. Uh, we also have a peanut gallery back here, uh, Abby. What which one would you pick? I picked two. Yeah, that's a girl. Really? Yeah. I like that there's so many more like pre-gags at the hotel and all that. What do you mean pre-gags? Love love the pre-gag. Yeah, like without, not the wet bandits. You know, like the hotel staff and stuff. And he like has more adventures by himself. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you're just thinking as a tourist. As a tourist, no. Yeah, because you like tourism, so you're thinking, wow, look at this adventure he's having in the big city. Yeah, getting three scoops of ice cream. He's not driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I choose. Okay, all right. And then if you guys could be so kind, we actually oh, have some friends in the room. I just want to hear their votes. Okay. Katie, our friend Katie is here. If you had to pick Home Alone or Home Alone 2, which one would you pick? I like the second one because What's happening? you get to... Oh, my <laughs> gosh. So I, they, I grew they watching l- it as a kid, and you get to splurge on the hotel food <laughs> for shopping. <laughs> that's you true. <laughs> as the viewer, you get to live vicariously. They're, that's <laughs> true. They, they do play into that kid fantasy world pretty well. Sure. Know? I was a kid when I saw it. Yeah, yeah, he's doing chores in the first one. Yeah, that's true, but he's Forget also chores. riding a sled down the stairs and shooting action figures in the kitchen and stuff. Sure. Yeah, jumping on the jumping bed on with the three scoops of ice cream, you guys. But I, it seems like... <laughs> These people that love too are forgetting how quickly it loses touch with the reality. That's uh, one of the yeah, things I love. The oh level no. of abstraction from a reality in, in the sequel is mind blowing. Be- I mean, from the beginning on, because you think in part one, there's the, f- the kid fantasy fulfillment of like, oh, look, he gets to, no one's bothering him, he gets to watch TV. And then some of the stuff he executes on his own as a kid is pretty impressive. And you think, somewhat realistic, he could probably get away with going grocery shopping or whatever. But then in two, as soon as he gets to New York, he's taking a cab ride by himself. Well, then that's it right there. Kid, what are you doing? No, I, I'm not giving a <laughs> cab ride to an eight-year-old. Then he's on top of he's the 10. freaking Trade Center or Empire State Building by himself. It doesn't even like people get access to that place <laughs> that he's what well, <laughs> it's it really, a wily little kid. It really got scary when he was in the park at night. Someone's like, someone need to read a story to you? <laughs> yeah. And all <laughs> this ain't much better than you, kid. All this a half hour before someone turns into a skeleton. Yeah. Screaming on screen as a living skeleton that with a beard. We all know that that is the pinnacle of both of these movies. Sure, yeah. It's great. It's yeah, Marv it's turning moment. into a screaming skeleton. Because all right, with a beard. Before we get the last little vote in here, who's, d- did anyone tally those up? How many do we have for each now? We're tied up. We're tied? I don't know. I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, just thought, I just thought that would add drama and suspense. What were you, Josiah? He's the original. Let's get, let's get a uh, hand up for one. It's five to one, four. One, hands up, one. Right now. It's one, five. Two, oh, wait. No, three, it's four, five, six. 
Oh, it's six, six to four. four. All, right. All right. So, well, that's it. Our friend Eric is also in the room. Someone hand Eric a microphone. Eric, Sorry. Ca- Eric counts for two. Sorry, Eric. Your opinion doesn't make any. It count, Eric any counts for two. Wait here because you, you've already been well, voted out. Eric that counts for right. negative one. You can join Depending the winners or vote. you can join the losers. It depends on your vote. I vote for number one. Okay. Oh, all right. Good. Good. His yeah. vote is negative three, so <laughs> we win. <laughs> do, Eric, do you have a, a clear reason, or is it just that you prefer? I mean, it's mostly that I just prefer it, but I think like they just set up the story a little bit better in number one, and then you're kind of like, oh, this is like a real thing that's exciting to see. And number two, it's like, oh, he's on the top of the Empire State Building or whatever yeah. like this. It really World doesn't make any sense to me right now. It goes rocketing forward because we've already done the hard work of how he could possibly be left left alone. Need the hard now, stuff. Now, let me ask y'all this. Do you feel as though we we usually sandwich them together when we watch them during the holiday season? So they both feel very Christmassy, but something about the first one seems way more overtly Christmassy. Because you're me. being stabbed in the eyes with red and green and poinsettias <laughs> in every freaking scene. Like you can't you can't look at the screen and somewhere on there there not be something red, green, or a yeah. flower. There, there are nutcrackers and yeah. red candles and, yeah. oh, is and that it? champagne glasses <laughs> full of I, Christmas ornaments. Did you mean to say poinsettias? Back <laughs> there? <laughs> ne- never, because that would be the wrong pronunciation of that. But word. also the the big uh, all the traps are in the house. That's the most Christmassy decorated house ever in the entire and the, history. And then part two the traps are all in an abandoned warehouse right. so you lose all the christmas aesthetic right he didn't take time to put up a tree yeah. while he was in that and in and in one he's going to the dress rehearsal for catholic mass uh-huh. and he's, he's he's hiding in a nativity scene and there's a lot of other christmasy stuff outside the house yeah maybe that's why what pushes it over the edge in in number two he's just at rockefeller you know on christmas eve which is great which it happens to be really empty which is so yeah they're all home. Not, it's not realistic <laughs> yeah it's not realistic at all my question was did they shoot this at christmas or did they have to recreate no the whole christmas scene at rockefeller oh, for Pete's sake, i told you while we were watching it you can find that information on the I'm internet sh- <laughs> i'm sure they shot it at christmas and they just bought the rink for a day no i would prefer for us to speculate wildly you think yeah. they like in june no, it was, yeah. it was cold because they, they had the cold breath. They, they CG'd in the breath. They, 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 they used that well. <laughs> <laughs> the breath from Titanic. I'd like they to see Leo's breath. breath. <laughs> Can you imagine the CG breath from 1992? Yeah. 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 I'm going to say it's probably not. Yeah. It would just be Joe Pushy, just Joe Pushy pulling a string <laughs> with cotton balls on it. Just a single white Joe triangle. Pushy. Joe Pushy. Listen, I'm tired. close, man. Joe Pushy. Maybe it's a... Careful with that last name. Maybe it's a set. Y'all ever think about that? It's a set. No, that's actually 30 Rock. That's not a backlot. That was 30 Rock. I know. That was the joke because it's so clearly not a set. (laughs) Oh, okay. I thought it would be funny if I I implied that it could be a set. Let me ask you a question, all the Home Alone 2 fans out there. You losers. Yeah. So to me, uh, you know, the plan is pretty out there anyway. He's going to make a fun house of traps, right? But I don't understand watching it this time why the plan all along was to drag them away from the toy store to the house of traps and then to the pl- park where he called the cops. Why didn't he call the cops? For the same exact reason as the original. Remember, he drags them through the house of traps before, in the heat of the moment, he finally dials 911 and says, invites them to come to the neighbor's house. My name is Murphy. Instead of, like, oh, wait, you were just going to call 911. Yeah, but this one seemed like the plan all along. He's like, he had the fireworks with him and everything. It was like, what was the point of taking him to the abandoned because, house man, altogether? He is a sadist. He's, a, he's yeah. showing <laughs> all the signs of becoming a this sociopath. This absolutely a future serial killer. So he wants, he wants them to suffer. He wants to torture them. This was part of his, like, he's like, I want my own vacation where I can do what I want. Three scoops of ice cream, watching bad movies, and also if I could just torture two grown men yeah, one a- more time, <laughs> that f- would just be the cherry <laughs> on the Sunday. Dear Santa, please could I once again just ruin the lives of two men? He he. Uh, there's a fan theory that he became Jigsaw. You know, yeah, it makes sense to me now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's Jigsaw just, from the Saw films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. that's a no. solid fan theory. So why aren't these two fans explaining themselves? Win me over. The best, that, yeah. The best that we got was here. Abby saying that she liked more pre-gags. Pre-gags are good. No, I kind of get her angle on that. It's like <laughs> more no, of a build. I want to argue against. I think that that's just uh, she's she actually hasn't measured one against the other. She's just thinking fresh off of watching the second one most recently. Because think about it, you get the gag of the like uh, blow up doll 
you know, tricking the person. We get the same Bozo. exact gag in the the blow up doll. Yeah, I should be more clear. The yeah. pool float. How about yeah. that? The completely appropriate kids blow up clown. Yeah, the float <laughs> that he uses to fool the the concierge into thinking there's someone actually there. We get the same exact gag around the same exact moment in Home Alone One when he creates an elaborate system of mannequins and cardboard cutouts to fool. Yeah, yeah but the burglars. Him, him pulling the pencil string and that blow up clown's <laughs> hand is funnier than Michael Jordan's cardboard cut out on a train yeah and what concierge is so foolish as to think that a silhouette of a pool float is clearly a man <laughs> but, but <laughs> no, no, no. Kevin and it's voice coming from a top he boy. went through <laughs> the effort of putting a shower cap on it to yeah. represent hair to break yeah. up the silhouette he it also was cinched up its waist to give it more yeah. of a human shape <laughs> he also convinced killer. him that the TV speakers were real life machine guns so mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Loud too. enough that people came out of their rooms, like four rooms down in the hallway, because yeah. they heard machine gun fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but when I hear a it's movie great. with machine guns in it next door, I think they're watching a movie with machine guns in it. <laughs> you never yeah. think there's actually <laughs> a murderer from the 1920s. Well, no, because in there. I don't know if you've ever heard gunfire. It's clearly different than gunfire recorded and coming out of a TV speaker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, it is, yeah, it does not sound sure. different. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Someone play a TV, someone <laughs> fire a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and a real gun. <laughs> I'll take out my gun, I'll fire it. But that just proves that like the first one was a little bit better because he used actual firecrackers mm. and like pushed those big speakers up by the door. So Yeah, I'm convinced by that. He was getting lazy by the second time around. <laughs> I'm yeah, convinced by that. Trick work. Because if even if it doesn't sound like gunshot, you hear firecrackers right inside in a consistent, you know, acting or a play of what sounds like a gun you know you don't expect to hear firecrackers go off indoors they would fall for that for sure i believe it mm-hmm. i'm a believer and, and marv was a little dim-witted so he, he just fell for yeah, it sure. literally into the snow yeah, yeah. i like the <laughs> i like the second yeah, one because i like that before the traps have even started marv has is died four times from yeah. those bricks <laughs> that's great for yeah me the, the second one the death count really yes. rises the stunts are better they're just more entertaining in number two S- speaking of the stunts they are the unsung heroes of these films it's true yeah those those the stunts stunt doubles, the stunt doubles. The stunt they doubles. deserve yeah. awards that 30-year-old lady on a zipline with a short blonde wig on in the <laughs> first one is amazing. <laughs> or the dummy falling from buzzes. There's a dummy. I love that dummy. Dummy's so good. I don't know. I think that's a stunt double. Nah, it's a dummy. I love that dummy. I think that Harry's stunt double is the best, throwing himself down all those stairs. Yeah. Yeah, that skeleton well, stunt double is awesome too. Yeah. yeah, the guy who was just on his knees shaking a prop from a uh, anatomy <laughs> class. Do you think? Do you think they borrowed it from the school where they filmed Breakfast Club? I want to hear the like. Oh, I, I want to hear the conversations that were going on around that scene. Like, did anyone ever go? It's probably too far. <laughs> and then someone else said, "At least put a beard on it." And then they're right. going, "Should we?" And, would the clothes still be on it? Should it make, go full skeleton? Make the wig big, like we already made more. What, what's hair what's big. great is that it loses touch with reality a few times, and in the most like cartoony ways, they got a lot more slapstick yeah. sticky with it. Like for instance, when they jump out of the toy store window onto that makeshift seesaw, and uh, Marv catapults. Yeah, Joe oh, Pesci yeah. goes Harry like thirty feet up, and then yeah. that car's just obliterated. Yeah, just destroyed. <laughs> it's like this did you jump from like a ninety-story <laughs> building onto he that car? Almost two stories high, yeah. up off the ground, <laughs> and that car was made of like matchsticks yeah. and twigs. But then uh, they get real Daffy Duck with it when they explode the kerosene and the toilet over Joe Pesci's head. This man's got fire on his head, puts his head into a bowl of gas. Just take your hat off. And he gets soot (laughs) on his face. Now, not before he does a handstand on the toilet. A perfect freaking keg stand and then like a handstand push up (laughs) down into the bowl. I'm like, like, just kneel down and put your head in there. What's great great is that Kevin perfectly predicted that. Right. He was like, I know what this guy did he'll try the taps then he'll turn around and then he'll see the toilet bowl and he'll do a handstand <laughs> into it it'll be ideal what's, why was what's the great handstand important he, even if he just bent over and put his head in it no because otherwise yeah, his hat wouldn't have spread out as comically funny. if he hadn't I done like a handstand Daffy Duck style yeah. right. but it's gotta be soot on his face too can, can you believe like can you imagine you're watching Home Alone 2 that happens you get the the outside shot of like the big flash and the smoke from the windows, and you come back in, and he has no head. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> yeah, it's just a smoldering. It's just, stump. It's just a stump at <laughs> his shoulders. There's nothing left. Kevin, his, his hat's like what have I smoldering. done? Yeah. Well, what's great is that it doesn't stop there. When the tool chest goes 
falling down the stairs happens to stay on its wheels. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was that was great. Tool <laughs> Goes through the door and then smashes their noses. Yeah, and then they That's they it. break them back into place. Yeah. In, uh, oh. The loud crunching sound. Brilliant. I like this uh, idea that Josiah is exploring of what if we just acknowledge the first death as the final death. So Kevin <laughs> hurls a brick off this thing. He gets massive brain trauma. <laughs> And his, his skull face, just splits face like a ripe cantaloupe. <laughs> 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 Movie and ends. That's it. Yeah, I've, I've killed one of them. There's Bridge one left. Right. Hit him with a brick. Boom. Done. Well, have to, like, Turtle laughs. Call nine. You'd have to call nine one one and be like, "My name's Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've killed two men. <laughs> I've killed two men on the streets. They of were Brooklyn. trying to break into an abandoned house. Yeah, they haven't even done anything. Right. They're just standing outside. There's no <laughs> evidence of them at all. They're dusting they were just the yelling at a house. They're dusting the bricks for prints. Like, it looks like it's a child's <laughs> handprint. <laughs> what, what I've always admired about Home Alone, both of them, yeah. I think they do, they do very well, almost flawlessly, is the events leading up to Kevin's uh, isolation. To like make us hate his family? The, well, the or the, f- the reason that he's abandoned is believable? Yeah. The yeah. reason you're totally on board that this kid got left at home accidentally because they, they even from the very beginning, they start talking about voltage adapters. You got a voltage adapter? Only unplug this alarm clock. Oh, no, we slept in. Now we're in a uh, frantic hurry to get out of the house. Oh, we put Kevin upstairs by himself. Mm-hmm. What's run out the doors? Oh, we forgot to close the garage. Yeah. Kevin goes outside. He thinks his family has disappeared because they didn't drive their cars to the airport. There's a ton of details in they there. They count the uh, the tickets, but we saw Kevin's ticket go into the trash. Right, because he spilled the milk after that right. fight. And then they the count, and then the neighbor kid's there. Yeah, he gets counted on the yeah. head. Yeah. Stupid neighbor I kid. I agree. that, in, in fact, uh, it took several years into my adult watching for me to truly appreciate the level of sophistication and planning all the uh, dovetailing events that it takes for Kevin to be left home alone. And to believe that his family vanished. Yeah, Yeah. because even a movie like that that's purposefully meant to be a bit uh, on the fantastical side, uh, you'd lose audiences if you were just like, this is so dumb. They would just immediately realize they would never get out of the house without him or something. Right. But you're always looking for that plot hole thinking, Oh, well, why didn't they just do this? But you, yeah. you can't really, they covered all their bases. I think it's really clever. In number two, where they do like the bait and switch where they're doing the same thing. And you're like, Oh, come on, you guys, you wouldn't do it two years in a row. And they don't because they realize they're like, Oh, Frick, Kevin. Right. They, they, yeah, he, that's a they have a moment. joke in yeah. the van where he right. turns around and says, I didn't, think you, I didn't want you to forget me again. Yeah, and yeah. then it's just the thing with the batteries and the mm-hmm. ugly but camel But Home Alone 2, to go further into the point we're making, the way they stretch your suspension of disbelief early on, as soon as Kevin boards the plane and he sees the man he's mistaken to be his dad uh, from the shoulders up, you know, with a similar coat sitting down, the stewardess says, you see your dad? He goes, yeah, he's up there. And then the stewardess deliberately like turns him in the other direction and says, okay, go find a seat down there. They Instead of saying, like, well, this part's full, so there's a seat. It just seems like such well, no, o- they deal overemphasized with that misdirection. What they deal with that be in like, the van as well. Dad. Go say, I'm here. No, because they deal with that in the van where they're like, we're all not sitting together because we were lucky to get flights Oh, they got you, Josh. There's I understand no, no that, but eating. he's been completely separated from them in the airport. Right. And then it he, was the 90s. It was, even it was pre, <laughs> pre 9-11. He might as well go up. And no, no, no. Get I'm not giving this up. I'm not giving this no, that's up. Fine. What reason but did they have to believe that that wasn't his dad? They had to shut the door. Like they were already late and had held the door for that kid. They think that they've been separated. Why would not say, like, the go tell your dad I'm here. Right. Thanks, yeah, Mike. I'm on that. Mike's oh, Mike's here. Yeah, or why no. didn't he? Or why, <laughs> I woke <Hey> up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why didn't he fight for that? Like, yeah. oh, I need to check in with my parents. Oh, what reason my did he have to believe that that wasn't his dad? Because right. yeah, as far not as he to, knew, he was... Not to he confirm was, it's his dad, but to say, hey, I'm here. I got separated. Or like, why he were you running away chasing. from me? <laughs> <laughs> he was running no, through he, the airport he was chasing his dad. with his family in front of him. His dad was wearing a long brown coat with a red scarf. He looks down for a second, looks back up. He sees a man running with a long brown coat and a red scarf. And he thinks, why, why would he ever think that's not his dad? I would have at least went out to him and be like, Dad, you almost left me again. And yeah. they'd be like, oh, this isn't my dad. Yeah. Hello in the movie. Exactly. <laughs> this kid's exactly. Now they could have <laughs> avoided that if they just would have had the stewardess, if they would have Home Alone won it and had the stewardess say something like, oh, well, this spot's full and we're about to take off right this second. So you need to sit down right here. 
And I he's feel like, like oh, that was, I want to say something. I think that, that they got there. No. But what's great is that they, they <laughs> cover the rest of their bases, too, because they sits down to the, next to that French guy who just starts rambling in French. That's a nice yeah, callback to their so, like that. So he puts on his headphones, and he yeah. misses the announcement that they're going to New Bonjour. Yeah. Bonjour, French listeners. Yeah. Yeah, messy, messy. <laughs> right. They're out there. Right. Sava. Yeah. But what's great is that they also managed to figure out all of the inability to communicate after the fact too. They realize they're separated, and when they're in Paris, they can't call home because the phone lines went out from the the, from the front storm. door Santa storm. Yeah. Mm. The magic storm that yep. made his family disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. then the second one, they can't track him down because he's in a city he doesn't even belong in. Right. Right. They don't know where he's at. What I appreciate is when they sleep in, the parents jump up quickly and then yell at the camera for some reason. Do you think they're breaking the fourth wall? <laughs> a little bit. They're looking at us and telling us. They break yeah. the fourth wall when they sleep in the second time. Kevin breaks the fourth wall in the first movie when he runs right into the camera and screams in its face. Right. Having. Who's he yelling at other than the audience at that point? When Kevin's talking to himself in the mirror about cleaning his ears and scrubbing his toes <laughs> sure. and putting yeah. on. And inside my belly button. Yeah. Do yeah. you think he's talking to us like it's a Ferris Bueller moment? Like John Hughes is like, let's let's get funny no. with this. No, he's, no, he's just narrating himself. his life. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't do he's that? He's kind of scared. I, do that. <laughs> All yeah. the time. I always well, narrate my life. looking at himself in the mirror at that point. But what about the other times that he actually like looks into the camera and raises his eyebrows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just does yeah. the full like. He, he does that a lot. He made eye contact with me specifically a couple times. <laughs> now we're just in you. your childhood. Yeah. I gotta or say always. This. Uh, as a kid, always. seeing Home Alone in a movie theater in 1990, I was you know six or seven years old, and it was this mind blowing experience. The whole world was over head over heels with that movie. Remember it stayed like number one at the box office for some record run of right. weeks. Um, and when I left my main takeaway from the movie was that that kid was the coolest. It wasn't even just like that was funny or wow. Wouldn't that be cool? All those stuff, all that stuff was there, but I was like, he was so cool because he said like mild ish swear, 90 mm-hmm. swear words. Cause he said families suck. Yeah. And at the time that was like, Whoa, I can't believe that he said that. And he was like really, uh, smart talking with his, he called his mom a dummy. Yeah. Was, I am here dummy or whatever he says. I was just like, wow, he's so cool. And he gets to Edgy. do all the stuff by himself and he plans all these traps. He's like a criminal mastermind. Yeah. Mastermind. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, that, that map that he rolls out. Yeah. He exactly. really drew that. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin yeah. really drew that. So it's great. Just a quick note here uh, that these two movies are so formulaic that both times in when he rolls out the the map of traps it's in the same minute yeah one is the at 114 and 32 and one is at 115 and 50 yeah the same minute in both films yeah and i always want to point out that tyler so appreciates this tidbit that that's probably the third year in a row that he's made the <laughs> he observation. Makes, I just <laughs> I just, <laughs> he makes I just us pause the sure. movie and says, check Look, the time, you guys. Can we check Look this again, guys? <laughs> Look at it. It's like he expects to find some something different. <laughs> it just <laughs> seems so crazy to me. Okay, is this right? It's going to take you like three more viewings. It'll be different to like this wrap year. wrap your head around it. What is uh, going on? I think it's pretty crazy. We talked about this the other day, like how after Home Alone, it seemed like every kid's movie for like the next decade had like crazy traps yeah. happening to adults, like its lasting effect. Or they insane. had bumbling bandits, yeah. like the w- wet bandits. Because even the live action 101 Dalmatian, they had yeah. bandits kind of like, he was Hugh Laurie and some other guy. Yeah. They might as well have just been Harry and Marv. But, they were, but they were based on the cartoon that predated Home Alone. Or you think well, they made them more sure. bumbly? Yeah, they made them. They made them like Jasper and Horace, practically yeah. bees. <laughs> 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 but I think that there was there was something about I I can think back to when that movie was invading pop culture, and there were people already talking about like, what are we going to do when he's not cute anymore? And this was back before like you know uh, a movie would come out be successful and we'd immediately be realizing that there'd be a sequel it's already scheduled for a certain day you never knew if there was going to be a sequel in fact the only way you'd ever know is if a trailer came on tv right. and you'd be like wow they made another one of those but it was already like wow he's the cutest freaking kid he's so cool he's so funny and his charisma on screen is actually kind of uh, ordinary it's not like he's you know, convincing as a child actor in some spectacular way. There's just something about him, like Sarah's saying, I don't know, he's like a cute kid or something. I don't know, what, what is it about Kevin, especially in the first movie, that makes him so appealing? You know what I mean? Some of his lines sound really forced, 
and it went the eyebrow thing into the camera is pretty stupid. And know. yet, something about his, um, John Hughes was right when he saw him in Uncle Buck to say, "Why well, we should put this kid in his own whole movie. What do you think it is, Sarah? Solve the mystery for us. <laughs> I don't know. Every time he, like, screams and he's just cute. <laughs> <laughs> You but know, then he the was second like one, you're like, he's like a little bit older and he's like, he knows he's cute and he's annoying kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah he's pushing mm-hmm. But in yeah. like the, the year after Home Alone, when he was in My Girl, whew, he was like a heartthrob, which he was, was weird because he was girl. like 10 years old. But like girls had like crushes on him and it's like, what are y'all doing? And he's like 10. Yeah, he was, that was sad. Stop. Uh, he dies in My Girl. Write that down. <laughs> Major <Patrick>. spoiler <laughs> oh. from My Girl. He's allergic to wow, bees. Wow, haven't seen it. So, no uh, oh. so thanks a lot, Josh. <laughs> you should listen hey, to the bumper at the beginning so of the episode. Get, get ready for a tear fest <laughs> first time at the I, end of My Girl. First time I ever <laughs> cried at a movie as a oh, child. Yeah. So good. Uh, My Girl. Mine was E.T. Um, I, I thought... <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's go back to that episode, I guess. <laughs> Segway. That's why I prefer it over Super 8 if you <laughs> haven't heard the episode. <laughs> um, earlier, I thought this would be a great note to end on. Mike said that the people that are advocating for Home Alone 2 aren't doing a great job because they're not selling me. And then I thought Abby was the one who spoke up with some actual logic back there other than, you know, Katie's I was a kid stuff. I mean, that's not convincing anybody. So, Abby... Since you always have something interesting to say, especially with all your I'm a film lover because I love the films I love, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Unbreakable Can logic. you make one last, as the finale to this episode, a, a, a closing argument for the, the superiority of Home Alone 2? Yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced already. That was <laughs> enough. <laughs> Done. Uh, I would say it's more of an adventure than the other one because it's like... You know, across the board, he's more adventurous. There's a board, and it's <laughs> all the way across. Well, he's adventurous, adventurous all the way across. These twos are nodding their head as she says Cause that. Because he, <laughs> he flies to New York. He's not just in his house. He's not going to the shops. Okay. Yeah. He's going okay. to the orchestra. And he's somehow, like, convincing this, like, fancy hotel that his dad is, like, really staying with him and you'll see him tomorrow and they're they're like okay and he's like talking to him on this talk boy phone thing and <laughs> it's good in the shower this is solid first <laughs> they come back there's a talk boy thing stuff happens they come back this is perfect yeah it's just it's like all of that is an adventure and in the first movie it's like yeah, he does something with the clown. <laughs> the clown. Michael, <laughs> no, Michael Jordan. <laughs> 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 Michael Jordan. <laughs> 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 I don't understand why that's funny. <laughs> Somewhere in my memory. So to end the episode, we're going to do a quick lightning round of Save or Kill based on Home Alone and Home Alone 2 themes and characters. Sure. Are we ready? Yeah. Yes. I'm excited. Matt. Yeah. Who would you save if it meant killing the other? The South Bend Shovel Slayer or the Pigeon Lady? Pigeon Lady. You would save, lady? I would save the Pigeon Lady. Okay. I love her. We don't even know her name. Yeah, but <laughs> turns her dares. <laughs> like that's, that that's is true. the greatest moment but in both the, movies. The, apart pigeon, from skeleton. the Pigeon Lady has lost her mind. The old <laughs> no, man is still contributing no, to society. He's shoveling the sidewalks. <laughs> no, he's got a point. She Think saved his life at the end. Yeah, but then so she the shovel to eat birds or yeah, something after true. that. What she is she doing? But the, the shovel slayer, he, he has an arc. He resolves the conflict with his family. The, the pigeon lady's just still living in the park. Nah, like man, she's gonna allow, she's gonna use her heart like roller wow. blades. And <laughs> You're, Matt's right. Now she has a little porcelain turtle dove. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that ought to do that it. That was the key to unlock her. Yeah, that'll help her survive the night. That was the wrong answer. Whitney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the wrong answer. <laughs> Which oh hairstyle would you save <laughs> if it meant killing the other? Okay. Mrs. McAllister in Home Alone with the long mm-hmm. shoulder length or Mrs. McAllister in Home Alone 2 with the crazy wave? I would definitely save uh, Home Alone 2 hairstyle. You want the wave? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Number good. one is it's, d- it's way too chic. Right. 
too Home timeless. Home is the greatest mom haircut yeah, that has ever it's, existed. It's, it's more distinct, you know. My it mom looks, had that haircut. It looks yeah. like ninety early nineties high fashion. Like you know the uh, the Elaine and her like boyfriend that live next door to the Griswolds and and Christmas yes. vacation, and they have all that awful like the yuppie hoity toity yeah. yuppie art. It looks like that. It, it right. goes yeah. with those. Like people. she's got a banging Olufsen CD player. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Two, uh, okay. The Harris well. album two helped spawn the angry Bethy meme, which we've gotten some <laughs> some mileage out of. That's true. It's, it's, it's just that's true. And I thing. I asked Bethany how much money it would take for her to cut her hair like that. At first she said five hundred dollars, and I thought what? That's totally realistic. We could do a GoFundMe and have that done within ten minutes. Then she realized how close it was to happening, and she said five thousand. Oh, I wow. said that's a huge jump. Yeah. we can still make it happen. There's got to be a rich listener out there. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you're no, into if contributing $5, to that, I want it. Because we started saying it had to be for six months and stuff. Yeah. Even if she gets married during the six months, all that stuff. Yeah, She'll she get said married with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If that's what she's missing, expedite the process. <laughs> okay. All right, Josiah. Sorry, Bethy. Yes. Which, um, uh, which <laughs> silhouette? Here we go. Which silhouette would you save if it meant killing the other? The uh, silhouette of Michael Jordan on a train, oh my gosh. <laughs> or Bozo in the shower? This is this is a tough one. Let me talk through this. Because <laughs> I laugh at yeah. both of them. But Bozo the Clown is hilarious because it looks like he has no fingers and he's just waving these stumps around. Yeah. And he's, as we discussed, very obviously not a human being. Yeah. <laughs> they read him as such. Yeah. But I was laughing tonight at Home Alone 1 because like picturing a real person moving around the just party gliding. like Michael Jordan does where he's just like flexing and just gliding around. That's not how you walk. That's how <laughs> believable. Both so instances are absolutely believable. Based on my inner laughter tonight, I'm going to go with Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Yeah. Save that's Michael Jordan. That's the right decision to make. Because he's so happy. I want smiling. I want that that guy in my party. (laughs) Just the flexing, gliding Frozen in a forever (laughs) pose. Just 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 going in a big circle. (laughs) Just gliding around. Just always working in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Just elbows bent. No one can get a conversation going with him. Like, oh, hey, Michael, good to see you. Oh, you've gone again. Hey, Merry Christmas. Hey, thanks for coming. All right, this one's for Abby. Okay. Which, <laughs> which Christmas vacation destination would you save if it meant killing the other, Florida or Paris? What, what am I saving? Yeah, what are you saving? Paris. Yeah, dirt. Okay, yeah, I didn't think that'd be very hard. I don't think I would save Florida for any other place <laughs> in the world. Uh-oh, Bethy. I mean, well, no, uh, Bethy. Beth, Bethy's left, so Florida can go we now. Have, We've we got have, Bethy. We've we got have, what we need. We have listeners in Florida, guys. Hey, Abby, Floridians. Can you make some concessions? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Florida parts of it are beaches. great. But what okay. about the Parisians like who them. are cheering for her right now? Paris mm. is better we in 100,000 million ways. Ooh, ouch. Oh, yeah. wow. Dude, they didn't okay. need that. Well, we have more or listeners in, Par- in, uh, in Florida than we do in France. <laughs> hey, Floridians, consider moving. To Paris, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, you ready? Yes. Which, uh, which duo would you say if it meant killing the others? The wet bandits or the sticky bandits? <laughs> Think about Dude. it in terms of, of just this. The wet the and calling the cards. <laughs> <laughs> which one, which one <laughs> do I prefer for myself? To be fair, both pairs have died <laughs> repeatedly anyway. Yeah. So. Which, which has a better MO and calling card? Mm. I would say I'll save the wet bandits. What? Why? Well, why? They, they ruin the people's homes for yeah, no reason. Man. It's I, more dramatic because they're really self-destructive people. I, just, I know they, they give me it like, gives me anxiety the way they. I know destroy the house. It's like you've already it's so robbed needless, them. But yeah. that's why I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And they're gonna get caught soon doing what they're doing there in New York. Wet or sticky bandits could just keep running and running. He's just stealing from the Salvation Army with tape. <laughs> just keep sticking yeah. it. Just once. Hey, he could make any number of phone calls well, with that doesn't one matter. hand dip. <laughs> because he's dead now. Yeah. Well, he was All dead right. after that brick. Patrick, you ready? Yep. In Home Alone 1, the brand of choice in the McAllister home was clearly Pepsi. Yeah. But in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Coca-Cola definitely paid up for those promotions. Yep, yep. So which beverage would you save if it meant killing the other? Pepsi or Coca-Cola? Oh, easy. Save Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Okay. Save Coca-Cola. That's 
Great, easy. Yeah, yeah. Sarah. <laughs> I think they paid four million dollars. I read once. Yeah, Yikes. sure. Four million for probably million dollars. Hey, g- y'all, Matt read once somewhere. <laughs> I researched it last side year because I was intrigued to okay. find out. Cite that source. Cite that source, little boy. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Wikipedia. Earlier in this episode, somebody said, "What's the count?" And he said, "It's fifty-fifty, or we're halfway." And, and then he said, "I don't know. I'm making that up." <laughs> so, four million dollars. Four I'll million dollars. It. I'll find it again. I'll write a blog about it. Okay, yeah. Um, Sarah, clickbait. You'll never believe how much Coca-Cola paid. <laughs> yeah, it'll be perfect on all your Facebook walls. Sarah, which famous Marv scream would you save? <laughs> the tarantula good. scream or the pigeon scream? Okay. Oh. Well, the tarantula scream was iconic. And Fun fact. He mimed the scream because he didn't want to upset the tarantula on his face. Yeah, that's a good idea. So they had to they had to dub in the scream later. Does I that mean, affect your opinion? I think uh, honestly, I think both scenes are so good because he actually did those stunts. And watching the second one with all those pigeons on them, on these actual Whoa. actors, they actually <laughs> the did actual that. Actual actors, yeah, <laughs> not just. Bird people. <laughs> <laughs> bird people. Bird people. <laughs> I mean, bring in the bird people doubles. <laughs> pigeons are like in their mouths. That's like what the four million dollars <laughs> went to from gross. Coke was the bird people. Um, but as far as the scream goes, I'd have to save the tarantula mm. scream. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, has everyone seen the recent video of Daniel Stern in his garage screaming <laughs> about yes. the tarantula? With a big yep. spider under yeah. a bucket <laughs> or something. <laughs> You'll have to link Shirtless. to it on this on this page, on yeah. this post. It's hilarious. He's in like flip-flops. He looks like he lives in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll post it on our website so you can watch Daniel Stern. Just shirtless. walking around shirtless in his little in shorts. The, in his garage. I can't wait to see. His wife, his his wife or whoever is talking to him Color. like he's a kid going, what, what do you got there? So that it'll show it to the camera. <laughs> it's really yeah. fun. Then now there's no need for you to see it. We've just described it. In <laughs> but the reality <laughs> of this. What you're no. picturing is probably funnier than the video. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> great. We probably built great. it up way too much. Uh, the last one, Josh. Are you ready? Yeah. This comes from the finale of each film. Which would you save? The discovery of Buzz's room in shambles just just destruction <laughs> I'm saving or an idea yeah a concept <laughs> well you know buzz walks into his room and he shouts at the top of his lungs kevin what is yeah you? yeah mm-hmm. or would you save uh peter McAllister shouting about the hotel room bill <sighs> that's tough There's it seems to be louder here. it echoes this the central important. park right. this it makes important. birds fly away yeah yeah, that doesn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> once at all, Home Alone, uh, once again, Home Alone 2 stretching that disbelief. It's like the same the decibels as a jet taking <laughs> <You> off. <laughs> <laughs> Even so, I do believe that I will save the the realization <laughs> of the uh, room service expenses and kill oh. the realization of the destroyed room. And here's why. I don't like the room being destroyed, you know? It's like a, that's going to be a huge pain for everybody. But I do like the idea that Kevin just lived large. And there were, for a moment in time, there were no ramifications for his. He was able to eat those individually wrapped cookies and eat the ice cream. And um, he'll always have that memory. But after the, after the, <laughs> as well as low grade diabetes. After the credits roll, <laughs> I mean, what, what did he really get for invading? He scarred his mind with that Playboy. He set a tarantula free. I guess it saved his life in s- some small way. I don't know, man. It's tough. I'm going to stick with my original decision. <laughs> yeah, but you lose the dummy now. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> true. That's true. I take it all back. <laughs> I want that shot of the dummy. dummy. He can still destroy the room. It's just that Buzz has no loud reaction to the destruction. <laughs> so the, no one ever goes right. back into the room. Exactly. Buzz just again. moves to the third floor <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. Do you have an opinion about which Home Alone is better, the first or incorrectly the second one? Do you uh, Did you cringe at how long it took us to answer some of the questions? Do you know more about Home Alone than we do? Now is the time for you to air all of your grievances by going to youhatemovies.com and leave a comment on this episode. And you know what? It's not too late to buy a You Hate Movies t-shirt for that special loved one. If you're in your life, especially if you're like a single person who's been searching and and lonely this holiday season, you don't know if it's ever going to actually happen for you. This T-shirt could be the thing 
that finally resolves that that emptiness, that longing in your heart. <laughs> <laughs>